From Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center in Vacaville, California. Here's Reverend Daya Adams. You know, I was going to stand up here and talk about joy, and these children just took you right into joy, right? I mean, that's what it is. It's that opening of the heart. And how many people saw the Christ light shining on their faces? Yeah. It's when we see that Christ light, when we feel it, when we know it, the joy comes up naturally, inevitably, powerfully, and we awaken to the oneness, the truth of who we are, right? It's hard to feel separate or angry or small when these children bring us into that joy. So this is what we've talked about all month. Joy is the crowning glory. Because when we know the presence of God, when we see that Christ's light, we can't help but feel joy, just like we did in that play. And of course, famous theologians have told us that. But now that we've experienced the play, we don't need famous theologians telling us that anymore, right? But in any case, if you care about famous theologians, Chardin said, joy is the infallible sign of the presence of God. So today I want to talk about the different Christmas stories that we have this Christmas. You know, the, the Gospels... The scriptures that were written that tell us what the Christmas stories are were written anywhere from about 60 to maybe 150 or more years after the death of Jesus. So the way to grasp what that means is think of Wayne Dyer, a wonderful teacher. Most New Thought people are familiar with his teachings and maybe even heard him speak or heard other people talk about what he's taught. Imagine if there had been no books written, no articles, no videotapes, no digital recordings of Wayne Dyer, but he had taught many years so people had gotten to hear of him. And then he makes his transition and imagine 60 years from now, these wonderful children or their children or great-grandchildren gather to write down the teachings and the life of Wayne Dyer. Some details would get lost. Some new details would get created. People might get into fights about who has it right. So that's, that's the reality. Jesus taught, he, he shared wisdom, and a hundred years later, people are trying to write it down. So out of that, we got several Christmas stories. And this is one of them. In this story, um, the story is recorded in the Gospel of Luke. 
The angel said to Mary, said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God, and now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. So Mary was just kind of hanging out, and this apparition is there, this angel, and she becomes frightened. And then this apparition, this angel is telling her she's going to have a baby, and she doesn't even, she's not involved with anybody in that way, right? So she's kind of confused. And, um, and the angel tells her to not be afraid because this, this baby will be of God. And so as the custom was of the day, if, if an unmarried woman became pregnant, and if she was engaged, the engagement was going to be ended and she would be shamed and cast aside. And Joseph, who was a kind-hearted and good man, thought that, well, maybe I'll be kind about this. And I'm confusing stories a little bit here. But anyway, so forget that. That was from the other story. <laughs> Sorry about that. So Mary becomes pregnant, and Joseph, in this story, doesn't say or do much except to go with her to be registered in Bethlehem because Joseph was of the lineage of David, and he needed to go there to be registered. So they all went, and the picture is... oh. It's there, you can't see it. There's a donkey and Joseph and Mary on the donkey. Can you see that? I, I can't, okay. So they go to get registered, and when they get there, there is no room at the inn. No room at the inn. And so Jesus is born in a manger with donkeys and cows and pigs or whatever other animals were there. And the angels hear about his birth. An angel appears to shepherds and lets them know that Jesus was born. So then the shepherds go to greet Jesus. You know, the angel tells them again not to be afraid, that this is good news, and the shepherds go honor Jesus. That's one of the Christmas stories. In the Gospel of Matthew, there is another one, and this is the one that I was confusing a little. See, I was going to read these stories, but we're out of time, so this is a test of memory, right? In the Gospel of Matthew, an angel comes and appears to Joseph this time, not to Mary, but to Joseph. And he says to Joseph to go ahead and take Mary as his wife, even though she has, she's with child. Not to shun her, not to cast her aside, because this child is of the Holy Spirit. So Joseph does what he, he was told to do. He goes ahead and stays with Mary, and Jesus is born in Bethlehem. And he's born in a house this time. There's no manger, no cows, no pigs. 
and no shepherds. Instead, the wise men come from the east because they have heard that there is this child who is filled with light, and they follow a star to find the baby Jesus in order to honor him. On the way, they meet up with Herod, who is a king. He was the wicked king in the story. And he was very insecure, and he was frightened by the idea that a child was born that would be king. So Herod says to the wise men, go find the baby Jesus, and then come back and tell me where Jesus can be found, so that I may go and honor him as well. Well, the wise men go, and they do find the baby Jesus, but they choose not to go back and tell Herod because in a dream they are told to just leave, not to help Herod find Jesus. So they did. And then another angel comes to Joseph in a dream again and tells Joseph that they need to pack up everything and run away to Egypt to get out of danger created by Herod. So the second story, they're very different stories. I mean, what's in common is that Jesus was born in Bethlehem and that Mary and Joseph stayed together, right? Other than that. And in both stories, someone came to honor the baby Jesus. In the one case, it was the shepherds, and in the other, it was the wise men. And their angels carry this message to people. And the angels kept saying, do not be afraid. You know, because these were huge revelations and huge changes that were happening. So it's easy to become afraid when we're growing, evolving, and opening to new truth, right? And the angel's message was not to be afraid. So who's right? Which story is accurate, or are they both accurate? We don't know. It would be the same as if 60 years from now we tried to write the life of Wayne Dyer if there were no books or recordings or any physical record. People did the best they could, and they captured the heart of the story, that this child, that this little person Jesus was bringing an amazing light that was worth honoring, that was worth taking time to go greet, to notice. So here is the Christmas story, the Christmas story that we honor in unity, the one that we spend our time thinking about and embracing. And this story is summarized in the Gospel of John. And basically the story is that Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus is the, the embodiment of the Christ light. And when we awaken to that light, because that light is ever-present, it never goes away. When we awaken to that Christ light, joy is inevitable. We are filled with joy because God is ever new joy.
Paramahansa Yogananda was asked for a definition of God, and he said, God is ever new joy. And just like in that play, you know, we were filled with joy, and we thought we were full, and then the next part of the play happened, and there was new joy, a fuller joy, a bigger joy. And then it happened again. And so as we interact with this world of ours, if we keep seeing the Christ light shining through, there is ever new joy. And that is the message of Christmas. And so in the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 12, it says, I am the light of the world. And in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus said, you are the light of the world. So that's it. That's the Christmas story. I am the light of the world. And each of you is the light of the world. And that brings joy. It, br it allows love to flow through us. It anchors us in that peace that passes all understanding. And when we live in that consciousness, faith comes easily. We believe in far more than the appearances. We believe in far more than Christmas shopping and the Vacaville outlets this time of year. We see that Christ light and we are filled with joy. Rumi, one of my favorite poets, said, if you knew yourself for even one moment, just one moment, if you could glimpse your most beautiful face, maybe you wouldn't slumber so deeply in that house of clay. Why not move into your house of joy and shine in every crevice. Yeah. Rumi got it. Rumi knew what Christmas was. I don't know if he ever heard the word or heard the other stories that were told, but he knew the story about being the light. So there it is, joy. So may your Christmas and New Year be filled with joy. Namaste. Thank you for listening to Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center. Our services are every Sunday, 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock at 350 North Orchard Avenue in Vacaville, California. You can support our podcast by making a donation at www.unityvacaville.org. 